0: Alright guys, welcome back to week 3 of PM and the AM Podcast. I'm your host Porter McNeely and we're really excited that you followed our journey and are now listening for the third time. You guys are awesome. I'm back with a couple special guests. We got Dax and Cheshire. We back at it. And we got our guy Blake Flowerman who's come back. He was with us in episode 1. I don't know if you guys remember him. We're really excited to have him back and get his insights on this segment. We'll let him say hello.
1: Yeah, no, I heard the ratings went down on week two when I wasn't here, so Porter begged me to come back (laughs) to be a part of
0: this one. And ever since he hasn't come on, the Jazz have not won a game either. (laughs) They won one. They won. They won one. Anyway, we're not going to get into sports today, uh, but we got a lot of positive feedback on our not-so-important news segment, so we decided to bring that back first thing with a couple of stories. Um, and I, I found a, a real doozy of a story this week, and it was actually very disappointing, because I'm from Leighton, Blake and Daxon are from Leighton, we're Leighton guys through and through, went to high school there, grew up there, we love the place, After and after making fun of a Florida man last week, I was very disappointed to see what a Leighton man did, I, I read this this morning, and I did not stop laughing, the headline says, Leighton, Deseret Industries, or D.I., building was evacuated after a report of accidental dynamite donation what can you believe that how do you accidentally donate dynamite you're like oh oh susan did you throw out that box of old candles that was actually dynamite i was planning on blowing up the railroad like in those old-time western movies
1: what i want to know is who just had a stick of dynamite left in their pocket that they didn't notice was there until they went to donate it and
2: also who at the store recognized what dynamite looks like
0: he called it. He actually ended up calling in because he was like, oh. he was like, "crap, I think that box of old dynamite that I was going <laughs> to use on, on some old buildings or whatever." Like, I, I, I guess he just realized and he just knew. Oh, oh no, the deed has been done. My old dynamite has been discovered, which doesn't surprise me honestly because I feel like a lot of people in Utah are like undercover pyros and like. You give him a box of matches or a campfire, and and it's got to, like, burn for 50 feet, and it's just really sketchy?
1: Wait, hold on. So that means if he called in to say that it was that he had accidentally donated it, that means that he was looking for it at some point along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he had a reason that he wanted that. You already
2: know, (laughs) Layton Hills Mall was ready to get
0: it.
1: (laughs) Ten minutes before the DI got a call. They sold out on Black Friday, and he was upset.
0: (laughs) I I can't imagine it's easy to come across. So, you know, some habib at the uh, i probably shouldn't say that but we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen uh, Goes shopping at the di looking for a dollar shirt and he ends up finding a box of dynamite you, you can only imagine the his... grin on his face when he calls al-qaeda anyway
2: <laughs> look what i found
0: <laughs> pardon the racism it's not real racism it's all in good fun it's jokes like honestly we respect every race and we're honestly gonna do like a little uh section for diversity and and I just want you guys to know that's, that's not part of it. But we're not going to damper the podcast anymore with my boring, equal rights <laughs> nonsense. So we're going to go ahead and move on to Blake's news story. We love you, Habib.
1: <laughs> Alright, so I was, I was looking around to see a good story. And I found one that I just... I can't fathom that it's a real thing that happened. Because I guess that in Miami there's an art gallery. And there, there was a, some artist... What was his name? Maurizio Catalan, I guess I have to say his name, Fancy, if he's an artist.
0: That wasn't Fancy, that was just your fake Portuguese.
1: <laughs> hey, he could be Portuguese, we don't know. But I guess he has a piece of art that it, was, it sold for $120,000.
0: Let me guess, it was like a Van Gogh or something, just random nonsense? No, Hey, almost. Van Gogh
1: is good, you shut up. Okay, I
0: respect Starry Night, but other than that, we're not going to get into it. It was
1: almost that good. It was almost. What he did is he took a banana... And duct taped it to the wall, and that sold for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I just what? can't believe it's real. Yeah,
0: to a a primate or
1: <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But get this: the best part of the whole thing is the fact that so it sold for a hundred twenty thousand, and then some guy he walked up, he said that he was an artist and he ate it.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Billy Bob walked in there, and he saw a snack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he walked in, and he just saw, oh, look, this looks great. <laughs> in front of everybody that was there. Just took it off, peeled it, and ate it. And then I guess they just decided that, it, you know, the artist had his free realm, so he just put another banana up there. He put <laughs> another one? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. How, how, how though? Because I feel like that $120,000 banana was, was... for was, that
2: specific banana. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to make
0: some wicked banana bread. Here's an
2: idea. Go to the like the closest did you just forget what any store is called <laughs> go to go 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 to the nearest grocery
1: walmart and pay 40 cents for a for a banana yeah but why would you do that you're going to get a green
0: one if you get it from walmart <laughs> so you might as well go somewhere else
1: for a banana no but get this so the banana itself comes with a certificate of authenticity and the owners are told that they can replace the banana anytime it goes bad Wait what? Oh well,
0: that's that's awesome. <laughs> so that they have, you have an a...
2: unlimited supply of bananas. Well, what if you're gonna get. pay
1: $120,000 for a banana. You might as well get. I promise you. Bananas.
2: I promise you. Someone just put that banana on the wall and just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> and so they put it on. It sold for 120 grand, and Mr. Houdini, Matelan, Matelan, Catalan, Ratatan, <laughs> said that is my art. No, but
1: and then this. he just. To
2: get this, for it.
1: there was another one. He so he did that one that sold for 120000 He thought, Wow, this art thing is really easy. He did <laughs> another one and it sold for $150,000. Why didn't you start with that? That's more expensive than and the other one. one. You gotta build up.
0: <laughs> see, see, what I don't understand is like when I went to elementary school, art and even up through the junior high levels, I would make something that I thought was better than a banana on a wall. And all I would get was criticism for it. I would no, get docked you. points and stuff. But I've seen
1: your art. It's not better than a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the way you work through math problems. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that was cold.
0: On that note, we're going to go into Daxson's news story before my education gets roasted even more. Okay.
2: Mine kind of goes along with something that Porter talked about last week, which was cocaine. <laughs> for some reason, he talks a lot about that. I can't figure out why. Anyways. This story, Porter, this is new news to Porter. Porter doesn't even know I'm going to talk about this
0: right now. Well, let's hope it's appropriate. If it's not, I apologize. <laughs> you guys,
2: we're good. Wild boar, that's plural for you, Porter. Wild boar, it's not boars, discover and snort 17,000 17, euros worth of cocaine in Tuscan Forest. Someone commented on it and said, "Can you imagine that Disney movie? <laughs> imagine <laughs> T- Timon and Pumbaa walking through the walking through the jungle. They come across uh, what's his name, Simba, and Pumbaa is just high off of his mud. <laughs> Because of this white snow that he found in the ground with his with his family. Well, the thing the that... M-
0: my mind immediately went to the scientists that measured the amounts of cocaine <laughs> that they had in them. Like, obviously, they were probably showing some weird signs, and they're like, wow, this is not what wild boar... Plural, just for you, Daxon. That's not what wild boar do And the... Like, what's going on? But, like, how would you even measure that? Did they make them do the, uh, the old-fashioned drug test? You know, when you walk into work, and they're like... Yeah, we're going to have to drug test you today. Like, how do they even do they that? they a cup underneath <laughs> <bathtub>. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that is really weird.
1: No, I think that would be a great sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes, though. Just to have a whole bunch of board just high off their mind off, on cocaine and let them free on the world and take over think that could be a good sequel for well, it.
0: We've seen the effects on humans. I can't imagine the effects on animals with even a smaller brain. I
2: promise. Board. I promise that the boar said that it flew into the, flew into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like the last story.
0: <laughs> How they, they said the cocaine flew into his window. Gosh, that's so funny. Well, anyway, guys, we would, we're we going to do a little poll on our Instagram, and we want you guys to tell us which news story wins this week. I'm going to have to go with mine personally. It's I think it's the best just because i in my hometown, but... I want to know what you guys think, so we'll put up a poll at McNeely. That's my Instagram feed. and let you guys take a vote, and we'll be right back. If you guys are like me, you're probably starting to notice that the interior and exterior of your car is starting to get really dirty, especially with the salt and dirt on the roads. Cars are starting to get real dirty, and they could use a detail. That's where our new sponsor comes into play. It's called Revamp Auto Detail. It's an awesome opportunity to get your car detailed for cheap. A couple weeks ago, they sent me some pictures of a Range Rover that they had cleaned, and it looks absolutely phenomenal. So you guys can find them at revamp underscore auto detail on Instagram or revamp auto detail on Facebook to book your appointment today If you tell them that I sent you you'll get a free tire treatment that will help you drive more safe and also get your ride looking good
2: What is up guys It's daxton cheshire your favorite host here with a special guest his name's Porter McNeely. I don't know if you guys know him. He's not very popular, but uh here we are. You wanna introduce yourself?
0: <laughs> Shut up. This is my <laughs> podcast. I'm gonna kick you out of this.
2: <laughs> What's up guys? Me and Porter this past week took a trip um to Cali. So But
0: not the part you're expecting. SoCal, warm. No. We decided to go to NorCal. We went to uh Santa Clara, we stayed in San Jose, and then ended up in San Francisco, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. It was kind of a spontaneous, well, how can I say kind of? So last Tuesday, um, I got the invite. I didn't know I was going until literally last Wednesday night. We left Thursday and Morning. drove Yeah, and drove all day, so it's kind of just one of those things that you like, You just it just helps you be able to tell other people like, oh yeah, I'm spontaneous, because that seems to be what everyone's into these days. But anyway, we're just going to... Uh, tell you guys some of our trip highlights. I think you guys are really gonna like them. They're honestly pretty funny. <laughs> but
2: I hope we don't leave anything out because there's some things in here that like we kept looking over at each other. We're like, this has to go into the podcast. Like, I can't believe this is happening right now.
0: Yeah, it, it it's a strange place. But before we get into that, we had the opportunity to go to the Utah football game on Friday night at Levi Stadium, home of the Forty ers and it was really awesome. Um, they ended up losing, which which was rough, but. We just wanted to say thanks to Julian Blackman. Um, he hooked it up with some great seats, and it was just really awesome um, getting to talk to him. And honestly, I'm I'm going to tell the truth, when he remembered who I was, like, I knew him a little bit in high school, and I played basketball with him growing up, but um, when he remembered who I was, I felt so starstruck. I think he is the most famous person that knows my name. I, that just made me feel so, so cool, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. And also, shout out to him. He and we hope that he has a speedy recovery. He got, yeah. he got, he got injured in the game. It's a bummer to see that, but you already know you're going to see your boy in the draft this year. So yeah, we're so. excited to
0: see where he goes, and we hope to uh, catch him on the Dallas Cowboys next year, leading that secondary.
2: I mean, it'd be cool for him to be in the NFL, but I think he deserves better than that. Okay, okay. Well, no, we're like not getting any, gonna any other into... team. Any, any other team. Okay, um, we won't,
0: we won't get into the details there then. But
2: anyways, guys, we're gonna start off with our first story. We got to Cali. We had a ton of time to waste, basically, the day of the game. Um, we had just stayed in—we're going to go more into the Airbnb we stayed in, but it, we just stayed in the most trashed place in our, of our lives. Um, and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. We looked up a golf course. We're like, oh, let's go to a driving range. Um, we find one that barely had any grass— <laughs> Like, it looked like a, an empty swimming pool, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> like, a homemade swamp is what it looked like with a bunch of balls in it. Um, we're like, hey, let's go to driving range. It'll be fun. Bunch of Utah boys in Cali uh, hitting some golf balls. We do it. Um, gentleman inside was kind of confused that we went to a driving range without any golf clubs. So we asked if he had any to borrow. He was super kind to let us borrow it. However, he gave us a tee that was like 14 inches too high. So it's like I was basically swinging off a low tee for baseball, with a driving with a with a driver, and then for some reason he gives me a wooden ball. There was literally a wooden ball in the thirty balls that we got. There was a wooden one. Ninety balls, sorry. <laughs> so we're we have these literally probably desert industry found drivers, and we we're just swinging with them or whatever. I hit this wooden ball and I just hear. It. <laughs> And I thought it was the ball because like no one's ever hit a wooden golf ball before, you know, but I hit it and then I hit another one and it made the same noise. And I was super confused. And so I look at the driver and it was like at a 30 degree angle from what it should be. <laughs> and then like I wiggled it and then it just like kept moving. And I just kept hearing cracks. And so I was like, yeah, let's not use this one anymore. Um, <laughs> we grabbed the different, the other driver, they start hitting, it was going just fine. Same thing happened with this other one, but this other one was metal. Then all this, I was so confused. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a sucky golfer, but I really didn't hit the ground. Um. So, anyways, I probably went too far into the story. We ended up breaking two of this guy's drivers. Two of
0: the three drivers they had at this golf course. Two of the
2: three drivers that they had there. We put them back. We didn't say a word. We just laughed. We probably should have been more honest. But, honestly, the guy made us mad when
0: he gave us a tee that was,
2: like, the size of a...
0: And a, I don't even know. And a club that was used in the early Scotland days of golf. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, so started off as little criminals, but um, we were upset at Mr. I'm not going to come up with a name. Mr. Uh, Mr. Lee. <laughs> Mr. Lee, we'll call him. Anyways, we'll go more into the Airbnb that we uh, we stayed at, because that's probably the most interesting thing about our trip.
0: Yeah, so we actually learned a lot. You know, we're we're college students, don't have a ton of money. Except for Max. We forgot to mention that Max went on the trip with us. Um, Shout it, out to
2: Max Garrett.
0: Yeah, we'll throw in a little 10-second ad for him. He sells for Ninefold, which is <laughs> a, which is a summer sales thing. And it's actually really legit. So if you're looking to sell, go sell with him because he's the man. Anyway, so we... Uh, there you
2: go, Max. There's your six figures this summer.
0: Six-figure summer, baby. Anyway, um, so we booked this Airbnb online. Don't really read through the reviews. We kind of do. But there's a lot of positive like positive ones. So we're like, oh, it's chill, $49 a night in San Jose, one of the, like, a really expensive place in California, we're finding a good deal. Anyway, we show up there, and, and the guy had, like, texted us, and we could kind of tell, like, he didn't really, English was not his first language, we'll put it, just because he,
2: hint, hint, his name was Jack, but his Instagram handle was Shing so <laughs> because you guys need that more of what this guy was like, so there you go. I'm not going to go into detail, I'm not going to be racist or anything. That's just so you get an idea of what Porter was talking about.
0: So we show up, and we I I, ha, I was kind of under the impression that it was going to be like a little house in the backyard, because the text said there, there would be a gate, and you'd put the passcode in, whatever, and and uh, it wasn't. So it ended up being just the house, and it was shared, and there were like six rooms in there, full of ex-cons, I
1: think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... We put the code in. We walk in. We're kind of we're kind of making a lot of noise, you know. We didn't realize there was a 10 p.m. curfew at this place, and the side the side literally said, "I need my sleep after 10," and so do you, which was pretty funny. But I walk in. I turn right into the oldest kitchen I've ever seen. The oven literally was like had dials on it and stuff, and the microwave was like. Nine feet long. Like
2: <laughs> the microwave was a macrowave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, I turn right and like look, there's some food on the counter. I, the first thing I see is a <laughs> box of old open stale Cheerios. I say stale because maybe I had one to try. But then the you next the next thing I the next thing I see is a bottle of squid sauce.
2: Just oh, squid sauce. That just, adds on to the Shing Shang we're talking about.
0: <laughs> just an, an open bottle of squid sauce and a rice cooker. So I don't know. I just thought I just thought it was pretty pretty freaking hilarious. He did decide to
2: go American one night because he had a uh, an unthawed <laughs> ascierno pizza sitting out with ketchup next to it. <laughs> so I was confused, but
0: but anyway, so this is before we even get into our room. We notice that the bathroom's about three feet by three feet, and the shower head hits you right in the <laughs> That's head. That's very generous. That is generous. <laughs> there's no toilet paper. There's no nothing. Well, I think there was some of that like quarter ply stuff, but yeah. we won't get into details that on tears that. Right through. Your head <laughs> goes right through your hand. <laughs> So anyway, then we we make it into the room, and uh, I could say we were the opposite of pleasantly surprised, uh, unpleasantly disappointed, when you see... When you
2: see Pop-Tart crumbs in your bed before you even crawl in them. I'm assuming it's Pop-Tarts, I don't even know. I had Pop-Tarts and my Pop-Tarts weren't open, so I knew they weren't mine.
0: No, I legit woke up and I was covered in crumbs and I I did not even I didn't eat anything in the the apartment at all just because I was disgusted by the possibility of rats or 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 anything honestly. Um but it was just like really really like disappointing, you know, that you found unclean sheets. Like it was just really gross. Um So I would just uh, mention that to you guys. Like when you see a deal on Airbnb that says $49 a night and it has five star reviews, just read the other reviews because (laughs) we actually came across one that said, (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it because I probably slept in this bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did because it was the kid. Oh, that's right. So the, the review says the place was mostly as the pictures promised a little bit out of the way to get to. And worst of all, there was a used condom in one of the beds that we had a child sleeping in. Sorry, Daxton, that was your bed.
2: Honestly, it wouldn't even make a difference. I just slept on top of it anyways. It probably was still there, (laughs) and I wouldn't know. Mr. Jack did not change the sheets,
0: I promise. (laughs) Yeah, that that place was really gross. So uh, that would be my advice to you guys. Just make sure on Airbnb that you book smart. Just realize it's probably worth spending an extra $20 a night to live in somewhere where at least somebody has been in there to check that there's no dead bodies or anything like that.
2: Or, like, if you're going to San Jose and you see that your host's name is Jack, you'll get great communication, but yeah, I would not expect anything else. That's about it. Like, he replied to me three times. He's super fast. Like, he'd be a good texter. If you want to hit him up, I think he singly stayed there while we were there. He slept in room number two. Um. Anyways, I don't know what else you were going to say. I just had to add that in there for <laughs> give some sort of endorsement to Mr.
0: Jack. No, honestly. That's about all I can give him. He was nice to work with when he came and tried to wake us up because we were, uh, not following the quiet time rules, but (laughs) anyway, um, so the next day we ended up deciding that we were going to hit up Alcatraz, which honestly was like a pretty cool place. Like I, it was somewhere that I'd always like heard of, but didn't know much about. And so we took the, the boat across to the island and like got to learn a lot of history and stuff, which, which, uh. Believe it or not, I was actually really into, and I thought it was really cool. They talked about, like, the breakout and the Battle of Alcatraz. is was dope. But, you know, we had to have a little fun in there somewhere. Honestly,
2: guys, Alcatraz is actually pretty fun once they take the prisoners off and put them in your Airbnb. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: my gosh. <laughs> it's goodness. a great time. Like, honestly, I was excited <laughs> to be at Alcatraz and get away from them, because that's pretty much how the Airbnb was. Like, I'd walk out, I'm going to try to shower and m M&M on drugs, <laughs> walks in with his black Nike hoodie, he's like, Sorry, man. And I don't even know what he said sorry for, but I didn't even want to know. I was like, if you take my laptop, it's cool. (laughs) Because I'm not even going to talk to him. Anyways, back to Alcatraz. We're walking around where Al Capone and Machine Gun Kelly.
0: The original, not the the crappy rapper. The
2: original one that's not on Bird Box. We walked through their cells. We saw the toilets that they sat on. The beds (laughs) that they slept in. And the tunnels that they carved through with metal spoons. Um, we saw everything, um, we also saw where they played baseball, um, what else did we see?
0: We got to see a little um, bit of the, um, crappy movie theater they have there. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty boring. Once we got there, there was a group walking behind us, we decided to skip the tour guide because she, I don't know if you've ever listened to a tour guide, but they tend to be very, 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 very boring, um, so we skipped out on on uh, Miss Tree Hugger, and we kept walking, um, and She she kind of gave us a dirty look, but other people started following us. Um, we take a picture of the map, we just go, um, we do our own little thing, I, I we're walking through these, like, the streets and stuff, I guess, of it, you could say. These people are following us, we're all walking slow, and I turn to Porter, and I go, so, Porter, you said this is an elementary school? <laughs> and these people get, what, like, how would you describe the way that they looked at us? I didn't really see, but you said that they...
0: No, like, it's one of those looks where you just give to somebody that just said the absolute most stupid thing <laughs> you've ever heard. Like, his jaw just dropped, his, his right eyebrow just raised, and he was like, are you guys serious? <laughs> and so we just kind of played on, played along with it, you know? We had to see how far we could take it, and I was like, yeah, I think this was like uh, kindergarten to seventh grade or something. Like, I don't know if they did high school on here. But it's pretty cool that they had to, like, ride the boat across the water to go to school every day, you know? And uh, I was like, I think if we follow this road, we're going to make it to the main school building. I heard they still do night classes. <laughs> can
2: you imagine? Anyways, so we finished on Alcatraz. Uh, there's only so much you can see on that little island. We go back. We go to Pier 39. We eat our, uh, what's it called, clam chowder in a bread bowl. Mm. We're watching these people make fudge. The lady slaps it like she's never slapped anything in their life like it before with a shovel. The Max flies on the... The, the, <laughs> Max, the, the Max flies. The fudge flies onto Max's pants, ruins his pants. He's like, hey, can I get an extra sample of fudge? Since <laughs> you've ruined my pants, he's like, oh, darling, it'll come out with some soap and water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was honestly kind of sad because, like, it we're not talking, like, a little bit of fudge. Like... They kind of looked like Max had somehow crapped on the side of his pants. Like, it was pretty funny, too. But I I couldn't believe she wouldn't throw him in a free $5 piece of fudge. But I guess, I mean, we were in the biggest tourist trap in all of San Francisco, even though, like, it was really cool. But, like, just being in San Francisco is, like, a guarantee that you're going to, like, see some, some really weird things. So, like... We saw people like riding a bike into like 70 mile an hour wind, like getting blown off almost the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah. But my f- favorite thing that was like the weirdest thing was when we were getting on the freeway to head back to San Jose. <laughs> I look over and I kid you not, I'm not sure if Daxon like saw this as 100% I as I did. It. I did see it. But this guy was eating a screwdriver.
2: This guy was faced away from us. Uh, we were just like, look over, we're turning left onto the freeway. The guy's faced away from us. He turns around, and he just has this weird, like, drugged look on his face, and he's just like, nom, 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 like, literally just chewing on the metal part of a screwdriver.
0: No, like, I I do not know what was going on there. I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life, even though, you know, he probably shouldn't. He's probably not in a good mental state or anything. He probably
2: was in our Airbnb with us, to be honest.
0: <laughs> but he was totally eating the screwdriver, and it, it was just probably one of my top five moments in the trip. But, of course... The trip had to come to an end. Unfortunately, our Airbnb fun had to end. We had to say goodbye to Jack, and it was an unfortunate ending, but we're not going to get into that. So anyway, um, we head back. It, our GPS unfortunately sends us through uh, the Sierra Nevadas in a blizzard. But so we,
2: we basically had a Jeep.
0: Yeah, we were in a Toyota Corolla. It was a rental from an undisclosed rental agency. We're not going to say because we may or may not have had to uh, break the contract. <laughs> break the contract. But it was to live. Like, if it wasn't to live, we wouldn't have done it. So we're, like, rolling up through middle of nowhere. Like, I think we're pretty close to Lake Tahoe or somewhere. But we all of a sudden see these guys out there in full orange snow suits, And they stop us and they say, where are your chains? And so Daxton goes, like, what? So he pulls out his dog tags. He shows the guy. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You you need snow chains. So we ended up having to pull off the exit, and uh, we made it to a podunk gas station, barely, because there was probably like a good foot of slush, slushy snow on the ground.
2: Yeah, we got stuck about three feet outside of the the gas tank, so that just demonstrates how much farther down the mountain we would have made it if we didn't stop for the chains.
0: Oh, I think we would have made it down the mountain, but sliding to our death. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We would have come to a very
2: sudden stop, I think. Um, and it wouldn't have ended well. We had to go into the gas station. The guy's like, yeah, we got chains for your tires. I was like, okay, sweet. <laughs> Do you have, like, our size. He's like, yeah, bro, we got them. I was like, okay, sweet. I need some. He's like, okay, <laughs> go out to your tire. Give me these numbers. His helper couldn't even find the numbers on our tire. I was like, dude, I don't know. This is just a rental car. I'm just trying to get home. I'm tired. It's 11.45 p.m. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got them. They're starting at 89.99. I was like, oh, my Gosh. First of all, you only need two chains for tires. Anyways, he goes, yeah, so it starts out at eighty nine ninety nine, and then for my helper Bubba to put them on your tires, it's $30 extra.
0: Hey, I'll, I will say I think it was worth it. He was honestly the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Like, he was yeah. telling us how... uh
2: Bubba was cool.
0: Yeah, he told us... I don't even know why we were on this subject. He goes, yeah, my dad told me the hardest two years of his life were when he failed first grade twice. <laughs> But that just gives you, like, a picture of this guy. But he was awesome. He got us, he got us installed pretty quickly. And, and uh, I will say, I did not think the curl was going to do so well with those chains. But I literally think we could have driven off the mountain onto the ski resort and been fine. That <laughs> I thing, told
2: you. We were basically in a Jeep.
0: That thing had some serious traction. But that was just kind of like a uh, foreshadowing of what was going to come on our treacherous journey home. Because we decided to do it during the night. So we left at 6 p.m um five five p.m in san jose and we didn't make make it back here to orem until 9 a.m the next day and we did not stop very much other than a mcdonald's stop in reno and a couple of gas stops along the way we drove straight through the night through fog through rain through more snow and it was probably the worst thing i've ever done
2: you hear those stories about Prince Charming going through everything to find, like, Fiona. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of with Prince Charming. Anyways, um, he goes through blistering winds and storming deserts and all that stuff just to find um a princess. But it's like, we went through all that stuff and all we got when we got home was, like, Blake. <laughs> yeah, and that's far, far from a princess. Sorry, not, not Blake. R- our roommate.
0: Actually, no, we did walk in and there was, like, a pan of cinnamon roll things on the counter, which <laughs> oh, yeah, that was which was it. worth it. But, like, the whole drive, like, I've never met anyone like this in my life, so for eight hours, at least, on the way there and back, Max was sleeping. (laughs) He takes two melatonins and sleeps for eight hours, like, we're driving, and it's like white knuckle, like, we're, I was scared for, like, that we were gonna fall off the road or that we were gonna get stuck at a lot of points, and I was pretty nervous, like, I didn't sleep the entire way. That was the first time in my life I'd pulled an all-nighter, but... (laughs) Max is just in the back, just passed out, like he doesn't even care. We could have slid off the road, and he wouldn't have even woken up like he would
2: have been the first victim if we had to turn into the donner party, Oh yeah, so, if we yeah.
0: would have got stuck in those same mountains they did, he would have been sleeping. It would have been tough luck, but I have never met anyone like that before.
2: It was like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like he was out cold, like there was snow, we're slipping, sliding, all this stuff we get to the gas station after these guys just tell us to put chains on our car. He wakes up, he's like, where are we? (laughs) And we're like, Max, you don't know, you didn't just hear that? He's like, "No, I was sleeping. Like, he was out. Like, I don't even know, like, there's no way. Like, he probably could have went and just, like, went to school the day after. He got his eight hours of sleep. He probably, you know, like, man, I don't know. And here I was getting sick because I haven't slept in 24 hours.
0: No, there's some people that can just, like, pass out, and I'm definitely not one of them, so that was probably the worst drive of my entire life, but we ended up making it back, and it was good, but we really did learn some very important lessons, like, always pack snow tires when you're going to drive to California in the winter, because you never know, like, I was not anticipating that, as well as, uh check your Airbnb, please, please, don't, don't go with the cheap route, it's really not worth it, we ended up being safe, but honestly, it was really sketchy. It made it kind of fun, because we were always joking about it, but when you heard a knock and you opened the door and nobody was there, <laughs> and you'd been listening to Crime Junkies for the past 12 hours on the road that day, it really got you thinking and really got you scared. I want to know how many Asian spirits are floating around that that house. So you waited 27 minutes into the podcast to be racist, really?
2: <laughs> hey, I mentioned Ching Chang at the beginning.
0: Hey, that's his real name, though, so we're not being racist. Anyways, guys, it was a great trip.
2: I don't know if this was boring or if it was fun to listen to, but it was fun to bring back these little memories that we made. Yeah, it was uh, especially awesome. learning um, about the safe way to to book hotels, as, as well, well
0: as eat a screwdriver, as well as eat tools that should not be. Eaten.
2: Let us know what you think, guys. We'll have another one next time.
0: All right, guys, thanks for listening to this ep- this week's episode of the PM and the AM podcast. Uh, we're signing off, but make sure to give us a, give me that follow on Instagram at Porter McNeely, like I said earlier. And we'll be posting updates on the podcast. It's now on Apple Podcasts. So if you're an Apple user, you can find it on there. Google Podcasts and a couple other podcast networks. So please just keep giving us listens. It helps us out. And thank you so much for your support. We'll see you next week.